Welcome to Skiba News Nation, bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, welcome to episode 5. This Friday, we'll be talking about Roe vs. Wade, gun control, a brief on the hokey pokey slash monkey pox, the whole world is going crazy, and for this week's history, we'll be talking about Biden's troubled history. So stay tuned. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my co-host. Here's Jake Grant. Hey, Jake. Hey. How hey, you doing? Jeremiah. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. What's up with you? Oh, just nothing much. Trying to make the the best of a kind of a crazy world we're living in right now. Just growing family and looking towards the positive stuff. That sounds good, man. How are you doing, man? I actually have some exciting uh, news and an announcement. Uh, on July 7th, my new book called I Never Got to Say Goodbye will officially be released on the 15th year anniversary of my parents' wedding. Uh, it'll be, they got married on 7707. Uh, and if you're a subscriber to our Patreon, you'll receive exclusive info, updates about my book, and exclusive content behind the scenes, and extra content from Skiba News Nation. And uh, yeah, that's some exciting news. And uh, also, I have one more thing. Uh, we actually had our first guest, and you guys saw him last week. Uh, so we have this award for the first guest. So, Opa, this goes to you. Can you see me? No. Oh. That's okay, though. Yeah. There I am. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Opa. Sweet. And, and. <laughs> you can keep that on your desk. That's awesome. Yeah, we had our first Opa. official guest. Yep. That was great. We have to start at the, the top, top end of the heap our producer right you know I, I know i'm so grateful for opa and all he does for the show and and it's just so crazy how much he experience he has with a lot of cool topics that i know we're probably going to have him back oh yeah yeah you'll, you'll be able to hear him too sometimes so if we ever need him we'll just call him and be right there yeah i expect a certificate for every time i'm on <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, let's get right into it. Uh, you want to go into current news? Oh, yeah. Let's get into it, man. We, we want to go hard and fast this week. We had a pretty long episode last week, but uh, this week we're going to just run through a bunch of really relevant, interesting news and our opinions about it. All right. So... <laughs> All right, so of course, uh, I know it's kind of low-hanging fruit, but we can, we got to take every win when we get it, right? Just recently, this past Friday, uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned, and we wanted to give a little update regarding that surrounding the topic of abortion transferring from the federal state mandate level to the state uh, enforcement level. So 
Uh, we have a short video to show you from The Independent. We're going to comment on this and, and share some interesting perspectives revolving around the abortion topic and, and why it's something that you should be grateful that it was overturned, but also see the impact it's had on the world uh, and on the United States as a whole over the past 50 years. A woman's right to have an abortion through the first trimester of pregnancy was protected in the U.S. Supreme Court's 1973 landmark Roe v. Wade ruling. Plaintiff Jane Roe, later identified as Norma McCorvey, was an unmarried pregnant woman who was unable to get an abortion under Texas law, where it was illegal unless to save the life of the mother. Roe's lawyers argued in their lawsuit against Texas District Attorney Henry Wade that the law was too vague and infringed her constitutional rights. In a 7-2 ruling, the Supreme Court agreed, ruling the Texas law infringed on a woman's right to privacy was overly broad and violated the due process clause in the Constitution's 14th Amendment. In the majority opinion, Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman wrote that the court do not agree that, by adopting one theory of life, Texas may override the rights of the pregnant woman that are at stake. The decision, however, has long been attacked by conservatives, who have often tried to undermine or overturn it. Because I am pro-life and I will be appointing pro-life judges, I would think that that will go back to the individual states. Despite opinion polls showing strong support for Roe v. Wade throughout America, the latest attempt to undo Roe v. Wade came when the Supreme Court agreed to hear a challenge to Mississippi's ban on abortions at the 15th week of pregnancy, two months earlier than the Roe decision allowed. It was enacted in 2018 by a Republican-dominated state legislature, with Mississippi's last remaining abortion clinic, the Jackson Women's Health Organization, suing over the law. The leaked draft that Politico has published indicates that the Supreme Court will rule that Roe and Casey must be overruled, and that it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. The decision could effectively end access to legal abortion services for those in the American South and Midwest. It is thought more than half of US states would likely ban abortion and further cement America's status as a global outlier on abortion. According to the Center for Reproductive Rights, only three countries have tightened abortion laws since 1994. So, of course, you can tell which way the independent is slanted in terms of are they supporting more of the, the liberal left understanding of abortion, claiming that abortion should be a woman's right. Uh, you know, if this video was put out uh, before the decision actually passed uh, this past Friday, but uh, it is very interesting as it breaks down how really media, which is supposed to be unbiased, can in their wording slant one side or the other. You know, they're supposed to be presenting this information as kind of an unbiased, unchecked uh, report of facts. However, you you hear certain language in there, like uh, you know, infringing upon a woman's right. You know, all the all the different kind of uh, visuals that are there, and the wording and the way that it's worded, it it already paints this news reporting place as a very left slanted. Place. But I did want to use this video just to get started, to give a little bit of history of what happened. This has been 50 years, you know, the 73 to 2022, that's roughly 50 years that abortion has been going on in the United States. And I want to show this next video from somebody who kind of looks like a, a liberal, but who really breaks down what happened this past Friday in the push 
of the left to uh, continue on this agenda. And uh, we're going to watch this next video on who should be to blame. Uh, it's the left for the law being overturned. So let's watch this next video. All right. You know who the left should blame for the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Not the Supreme Court, not Christians, not conservatives, not Republicans, not pro-lifers. The only ones they should be blaming are themselves. It is 100% their fault Roe got overturned. A lot of people, myself included at one point in time, could sympathize with the scared teenager, with the drug addict who had no business bringing a baby into this world. We could understand that we didn't like it, we didn't agree with it, but we could at least understand it. We went from safe, legal, and rare to up to the moment of birth. We gave you an inch and you took a mile. We drew the line when you decided that you should be able to murder a fully formed infant up to the moment it exits your body. You have no one to blame but yourselves. Okay, so obviously there's still some support with caveated abortion in, in her language, but it really does show how far the left really pushed this agenda in recent years. We saw the atrocities that were being committed in California and New York where they were actually tantalizing, you know, toying with the idea of, of infanticide up to 30 days after the baby's been born <laughs> killing an actual baby you know, beyond even the abortion topic and, and so I wanted to show that because she really does break down why this topic had to be overturned by the Supreme Court and of course we know that the Supreme Court is a, a majority Catholic held position a lot of them are very Catholic Pr mm -hmm. openly practicing Catholics but anyways the majority of the the Supreme Court of Catholics and a lot of Catholics of course are very against the abortion topic as I would agree with of course um, I don't really know how I feel I, I, I just don't in this crazy world I, I really don't yeah well, yeah you know there's this uh, a post I wanted to share here that's uh, kind of summarizing more of a conservative take on what this lady just shared and I wanted to read through. It says, holy smokes, this dude just hit the nail on the head. And, uh, and, he, and he says this. It's from Dr. Strange tweet, or how I learned to love the RT. Uh, but it says, you don't like the decision yesterday and today regarding the abortion overturn. Uh, you're really not going to like the next part. I mean, it is your fault, but you're not going to like it. See, we were cool with the status quo. Yeah, we wanted abortion to go back to the states. Yeah, we wanted gun rights expanded. Yeah, we wanted our kids safe from LGBTQ indoctrination, but it wasn't enough to fight about. We thought you were like us, that we could argue and make small gains and lose some ground, but everything's staying fairly level and level-headed. But boy, were we wrong. Because while we were capacetic and just going along to get along, you were pushing. You pushed abortion from legal, safe, and rare, is exactly the language that this lady has, these specific instances, and you pushed now to the point of post-birth abortion on demand for any reason. And during all of this, you pushed disagreeing political to call us Nazis and justifying violence against us, justifying harming our families and our jobs. So now we push back. We push back with Trump. We push back with state legislators. We pushed back with school boards, and we haven't even begun to push back, kiddo. We're going to push abortion back to the rare side in many states. We're going to give you a time frame like 
12 to 15 weeks about what your beloved other industrialized nations give, we may not. We're going to push back on gun control, and we're going to accept your offer if you can keep some guns until we decide to get rid of them. We're going to elect legislators, legislators to make ownership easier. We're claiming our rights back. We're going to push back on the LGBTQ agenda. We're going to make our li your lives miserable when you try to get our kids to question their gender. We're going to remove the power you think you have and put it in the hands of, of the parents. You had a chance to call a truce. You had a chance to be in control and be happy. And you had a chance to just leave us alone. And you didn't. You pushed and prodded and provoked. And you're threatening to commit violence now. Good luck with that. They're saying about the danger making people who want to be left alone get involved. Well, you've made us get involved, so all of it from here on out is squarely on you. Enjoy the whirlwind you so deservedly reaped. And and this captures a this very similar sentiment with what this lady was speaking. Now, of course, uh, I, I'm very uh, against the topic of abortion. Personally, I, I think it's just genocide on a mass level that has been pushed on mankind. Uh, but this leads us into how the left has really, because of their overstepping of bounds, has caused a breakback effect, a, a bullwhip effect, if you will, as the conservative party and those who are against a lot of these agendas who, who could have been lulled into apathy even longer are now standing up and working on the administrative level, on the government political level, uh, on the school board level. You know, people are, are standing up against a lot of this stuff. And, and this is very interesting because Hollywood also is reacting to this really? decision that happened. There's a, an interesting thing. Uh, somebody who says, I think we should stop all film production in the states that make abortions illegal. Now, this is a, somebody tied in with Hollywood with a, you know, their blue check mark mm -hmm. you know, regarding Hollywood film. And uh, here's somebody reply. Oh, no, please don't. We love our town and towns and cities being visited by vapid, arrogant, and pedophiles. And they're like, we're threatening to not bring them to your town because you don't have abortions. And people are like, oh, that's so bad. Sarcasm, of course. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I really want to talk about this topic and, and because it's a very important thing. Did you know that abortion is one of the most racist industries that has ever existed here in the United States? According to the U.S. Census data, there were 18,871,000 black American citizens in the 1960s. Since Roe v. Wade legalized abortion in 1973, abortion has killed an estimated 20 million black babies, more than the entire population of 1960. And the tragic reality is that 79% of Planned Parenthood abortion facilities are located within walking distance of neighborhoods that have a proportionally higher population of black or Latina women. <laughs> if, you, if you talk about racism, they are trying to exterminate you as a minority class. And, mm -hmm. and, and just the fact that they're targeting these women is so evil I mean, just man, it, it, it's it's like 400% higher chance that a an African American or Latino woman is going to go and participate in the abortion agenda, killing mm -hmm. their their unborn infant. It's so racist in terms of they are targeting ethnic yeah. minorities. And a lot of people don't know those statistics. You know, a lot of people just 
assume that it's it's one race of people but as as yeah. that statistic says it's not i mean it it is it seems racial racially motivated i mean it's also money motivated check this out it says do you really support abortion or is it just a cheaper option than maternity leave and then it's like a picture of corporations winking right yeah, we support abortion, but the truth is, is maternity leave would be far more costly for these corporations, and no wonder they push the abortion topic so vehemently. And this is a list oh, wow. of companies that have come out just recently saying that they will pay up to sometimes $4,000 for you to travel to a state that does perform abortion. So. I made the comment recently when I realized that this was a list of companies that not only often painted their logos rainbow colors in support of pride, yeah, that's you know, fruitcake crazy. pride. That, that connection right there, that's pretty crazy. But these are all the companies that will want to fund your abortions because they would save a ton of money on maternity leave, which is a right that is found across the world that allows people to go home and, and have bonding time with their children. And, uh, and here's a more detailed example of this. Uh, this is from Dick's Sporting Goods, a message from Ed Stack and Lauren Hobart. Dear teammates, you are the heart of our business and we are committed to protecting your health and well-being. Today, the Supreme Court announced a decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, removing federal right to an abortion and leaving the decision up to each state. While we do not know what decision each state will make in response to the ruling, we at Dick's Sporting Goods are prepared to ensure that all teammates have consistent and safe access to the benefits we provide, a benefit of killing your baby, regardless of the state in which you live. In response to today's ruling, we are announcing that if the state you live in restricts access to abortion, Dick's Sporting Goods will provide up to 4,000 in travel expenses and reimbursements to travel to the nearest location where that care is legally available. Man, it, it, this is there's such an agenda here, man, and, and I hope people realize that these companies that are painting their logos rainbow colors and mm -hmm. are supporting the right for women to go and, and go to a state to abort their children, I hope you recognize that I think there's an amazing opportunity here for business startups and people that might want to replace the beast businesses, right? Mm -hmm. I think the most high is just waiting to pour blessing onto those who will stand up for uh, biblical morality and stand up against a lot of these agendas. Well, the, uh, the hypocrisy in like companies like Amazon, they wouldn't give me, you know, leave from being, um, you know, targeted as, as, um, like for my race, people bullying me for my race. They wouldn't even take a look at it. In fact, they fired me for speaking up, but, but, but the fact it, it just, it's crazy what, what their morals are that, that blows my mind. And Amazon is probably one of the biggest companies in the world that working there it was the most evil place i think i've ever been in my life they push so much hate and and it's it's crazy it's so crazy i i need to pull up some of my old um notifications that they used to send me but it was it, it'll it'll make you sick <laughs> i'll have wow. to go back and find those yeah, just a, a reminder, probably weekly, of their political correct Nazi statuses. Oh yeah, oh, they, they were gonna make it uh, to uh, if you didn't have the hokey pokey, they were gonna segregate you, and that was right when I left, left slash, got fired, quit, whatever. 
I, I quit before I was <laughs> uh, fired, but it, it's just crazy. You're not allowed to speak your mind uh, at Amazon or I'm sure at any of these other big companies. And that's sad to me because there are a lot of good people there that, that didn't want to get the hokey pokey or that didn't, you know, that wanted to speak up, but they can't. They have their hands tied. One of the biggest deals with the overturning of Roe versus Wade that is significant is that because it is being passed down to a state mandated level so that the states can then determine if it's legal or if it's illegal, that then removes the ability for federal funding to be put into groups like Planned Parenthood. And the significance of that is a lot of the times uh, because of federal funding, people that disagree with abortion or people who don't want to have anything to do with it are forced to use their taxpayer money to fund these groups like Planned Parenthood. But now that it's been kicked back to the state level, if you don't agree with how they spend the taxpayer money in regards to this area, you can move to a state that you would agree with and your taxpayer money will no longer be used for the killing of infants. Uh, so that's something I wanted to say. So that means like Californians, is... Californians will go back to California. If front they're yep. all moving to Texas. I mean, well, that, that would be better for, for Texans, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I know a lot of people have looked at this topic and they're, they're kind of like, well, what's the catch? What, what is it to this? Cause people have been pushing and fighting for Roe versus Wade to be overturned for decades especially in the pro-life movement and the conservative arm and the Christian church. And we have to take the wins when we get them, even though it might seem like there's something to this, you know, what is the agenda? Are they trying to just divide the state? So we break into civil war or something over baby killing or not baby, you know, or is it, are they trying to distract us? Maybe they're trying to distract us with this and, you know, and the Glenn Maxwell and the R Kelly's, which just happened, the trials that they didn't like, they broadcast the Johnny Depp one, but they don't talk about these other cases. It's like, yeah. it's so conveniently placed and conveniently timed for that to just kind of be under the rug. And I don't know that, that that's my theory on it on why it's so my, big right now in the number one story because they don't want the black book to be the first story or or r kelly and all of his hollywood friends you know the top story they want something else and so they chose this that's that's probably my biggest theory or question or i don't know if you feel that way but that, that's how i feel about it my wife made an interesting comment to me saying that whenever bad things in the world happen you have to really look, but sometimes you can find there are equally good blessings and, and righteous things that kind of simultaneously come out of the bad. And it makes mm -hmm. me wonder if the agenda powers and, and those who are in control of this particular system, they know that something truly evil is coming down the chute. So they have to kind of give a little release in terms of allowing Roe versus Wade to be overturned so that whatever next wave of complete depravity and evil comes about there's a balancing act there so that the whole system isn't completely flipped right away uh, because whenever something is crammed down our throats there's always kind of a balancing act to kind of either pe keep people distracted like you're talking about mm -hmm. or to uh just be a counter check so that the system doesn't turn against itself uh so that leads us to Another win I wanted to share with everyone is a recent uh, a win for 
the First Amendment rights, there's an interesting story that came out this past week regarding a a uh, a coach who was praying and was then subsequently fired by his school because he was I heard consistently about praying. And I wanted to share this article with, with everyone. Um, it says here, Supreme Court says high school coach post-game prayers are protected by the First Amendment. I would hope so. Oh man, that's crazy! If you, know, you can't just go and and pray by yourself out on the field, it says this: the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday ruled that a high school football coach's post-game prayers at midfield were protected by the First Amendment speech and free exercise of religion clauses, and that the Constitution neither requires nor permits school districts to suppress such religious expressions by employees. Um, and you know the the significance here is that. Bremerton School District went too far when it effectively fired him when he refused to stop prayers or conduct them in a less conspicuous place. So if that doesn't teach us about our schooling systems that mm -hmm. is so prunish about people exercising an outward display of faith, even in a, a public space, that they fired this coach just because after a game he'd kneel down on the field and say a prayer. Well, they fired my, him over that. That's crazy. My high school baseball coach, he would always pray before and after games, and they didn't. They never <laughs> did anything like that. Nobody was ever offended. We had uh, a Muslim kid on our team, and he was a great guy, and he he wasn't offended by it. And it's like everybody's overly offended by everything, and it and it it kind of sucks. And but yeah, this is a big win for 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 prayer and the freedom of speech. I think, right. Absolutely. We have to take the wins when we get them, right? And Absolutely. what this demonstrates is something I mentioned in the last episode is that we have anti-theists against theists. And of course, they have the government-mandated separation of church and state. But the anti-theists are going against any outward exercise of belief and faith in the Most High. And that's where we see this example of the school basically firing this guy just because he was praying how sad yeah that's insane that, that that's probably uh my favorite amendment is the freedom to say whatever i want because i can walk around with a, a big t-shirt or a hat that says trump because that's my opinion you know everybody has their own opinion and that's that should be fine but in today's yeah. world that's not okay <laughs> which is, is sad but this is a big win yeah all right, so moving on to another uh, topic. This happened concurrently to what was being passed last Friday. The overturning of Roe versus Wade was the House passed H.R. 8, which is the gun control bill. Mm. And uh, I just wanted to read the language of this bill. Uh, of course, it currently has passed uh, the, the House. It's going to be going to the Senate. Um, and of course, with the recent gun shooting that happened, in Texas, there's a lot of pressure for them to pass this bill. Um, and, it, and it says this, this bill establishes new background check requirements for firearm transfers between private parties or unlicensed individuals. Specifically, it prohibits a firearm transfer between private parties unless a licensed gun dealer, manufacturer, or importer first takes possession of the firearm to conduct a background check. The prohibition does not apply to certain firearm transfers or exchanges, such as a gift between spouses in good faith. 
And so the significance of H.R. 8 and the fact that it's making its way to the Senate recently and it was passed this pre previous Friday, the same day Roe versus Wade was overturned, is that that means two people, two private citizens that are not related by family would now not be able to have a private cell of a firearm one to the other that everything has to be registered. Any transfer of any firearm would have to be registered through a, a system and uh, and it's very interesting that this is uh, being passed through. Now, we don't know if this is going to completely make its way through, but if it does, the significance would be very far-reaching in terms of how it would influence uh, people's ability to obtain a firearm. But we do know that the bad guys, right, the guys who don't care about the law, they're yeah. not going to be following any no, they're going to be breaking in your cars government. and they're going to be trying to steal your guns. I mean, if, if we don't, if they try to take away our guns and the criminals have them, then, then we're screwed. Right? Yep. So, I mean, uh, th they can't, they're not going to take away my guns. I can tell you that. I'll go down with the fight. Uh, and for most Texans here, I mean, we have the constitutional carry and we live by that. So, I mean, are they trying to say in that bill, like, say if my girlfriend had my shotgun and somebody broke in while I wasn't there and she used it, would she get in trouble for that? Now, in the bill, it does specify, I read through the language of it, that in cases of protection, self, uh, yeah, an area of self-harm where somebody could be coming at you, that there are green, like gray areas for yeah. those who don't own the firearm. So... That is still contained within the bill, but it's all the more reason that they're going to possibly get it passed through the Senate to enact the first wide-sweeping federal gun legislation uh, since many years back. All right, cool, so cool. moving on to an interesting thing that happened in the skies. I remember uh, you telling me about this. Yeah. Friday morning, uh, while Roe versus Wade was overturned, Around three or four that morning, there was an interesting alignment in the, the heavens. Check this out. Uh, it says here that there was a rare alignment of five planets, and it peaked Friday as the crescent moon conjoins with the parade. And so this was what it would have looked like in the night sky. Mercury, Venus, the moon, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn all lined up that Friday morning that Roe versus Wade was overturned. And this is not going to happen again until 2040. Wow. So just the timing of this is very significant. And of course, reading into the stars is something, uh, it can be a slippery slope, but we do know according to very specific scriptures that there's meaning behind the heavens. And while I don't personally understand how to interpret it, check mm. this out. It says this in Psalms 19, one through three, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals mm. knowledge. And so, Jeremiah, I, I wanted to tell this to you because whenever we see these really interesting world events happening and concurrently we also see these signs in the heavens, it kind of makes you start to scratch your head and see, it makes you wonder what are what's it speaking to us what is the message being relayed is it causing us to if we're paying attention to take note and and could there be something that this alignment and and the fact that it's lining up with whatever particular world event happens to coincide could that be the most high with his divine clock the heavens kind of winking at us in regards to these various topics 
Absolutely. I mean, I, I agree with what you said. 100%. I mean, it's a universe. I mean, he made it. So why wouldn't it? Right? Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't yeah, it all align? I, the, another significant thing happened in 2017, which was uh, aligned with uh, another significant star conjunction, which people have associated with the Revelation 12 sign. But if you check this out, there was a also that year in 2017, uh, there was a total solar eclipse that went over seven cities named Salem. Wow. And so that eclipse that passed from sea to shining sea went over Salem, Oregon, Salem, Idaho, Salem, Wyoming, Salem, New, New, I don't know what that is, Missouri, Salem, Kentucky, Salem, South Carolina, the seven Salems that passed over uh, America. And how that interests me is coming up in 2024 is another uh, eclipse that will pass over the entirety wow. of North America from north to south, making an X marks the spot right over Little Egypt, Illinois, uh, <laughs> where there's a, like little Goshen and a lot of areas that have. Maybe uh, we'll have to go many, out there together and film it. I want to be there so bad. I want to be right here where the X marks the spot. Man, man. let's plan a trip. Looking up. That we'll do. Awesome, we'll show man. it on Skiba News Nation. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Awesome. So it, while I mentioned that alignment that happened this previous Friday, and I mentioned that eclipse that happened in 2017 and is coming up here in 2024, it just reminds me of those Psalms. And, and I think there's something significant there. But let's go ahead and move on to another current news event that recently happened. A long awaited verdict has finally been passed regarding the Jeffrey Epstein sex island exploits of Grizzlane Maxwell and the whole scandal around that. And uh, here's a brief timeline of the Jeffrey Epstein Grizzlane Maxwell scandal. And uh, I know uh, we can also talk about if you would want to share some about R. Kelly, the, the singer also being he just got sentenced to 20 years man it's the time i mean that's that's groomers. great for for the women that he he assaulted i mean i'm so happy for them because it's long long overdue and he was just getting away with it and laughing about it and it's just terrible but i'm glad that this finally happened so I, I scrolled very quickly past a lot of the details of the case that it kind of had a timeline here, but it says starting back in July 6th, Epstein is arrested on federal sex trafficking charges after federal prosecutors in New York conclude that they weren't bound by the terms of an earlier non-prosecution deal. And days later, Acosta resigns as labor secretary amid public outrage over his role in the initial investigation. August 10th, Guards find Epstein dead in his cell hmm. at a federal jail in New York City, and investigators conclude he killed himself. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, <laughs> we saw many of those memes going around for for months and months, man. It was one of the most interesting meme trends I'd ever seen, but it's the whole uh, Epstein didn't kill himself uh, meme <laughs> trilogy and... Uh, Oh, I mean, I, I've watched a, uh, I forget his name, Dr. Michael Bodden, I think his name is. He's a forensic pathologist, and he was saying that it was impossible that the injuries that were, happened to his neck looked like uh, when somebody strangled. It's most common with somebody that was strangled. So 
if I, I don't know anybody that's really believes that he killed himself in in yeah. my personal life, but you know, it's like the JFK me, thing. It's all it's all yeah. uh, you know they don't want you to know. It stands out to me as somebody trying to cover up what Epstein oh, yeah. knew because he was interconnected with many very powerful people, and Grizzly Maxwell was simply his lackey that kind of recruited a lot of the young mm -hmm. people that unfortunately had to go through the horrors that were on that island but in the spirit of the epstein didn't kill himself uh meme trend that happened in 2019 check this out <laughs> the economy didn't kill itself <laughs> nope oh mm. man that's hilarious so as our country dives into recession the the naughty r word that no politician wants to use just a, a short reminder that we kind of had it coming <laughs> but um just to to finish off here with maxwell uh it says that after a month-long trial a jury convicted maxwell of multiple charges including sex trafficking conspiracy and transportation of a minor for illegal sexual activity who was she mm. transporting these kids to is the big question it wasn't just jeffrey and we know that he had a network of nasty pervs that were all into these little kids and it's terrible well i hope i don't end up on a list for saying this but uh bill clinton was definitely on that plane about 20 times so <laughs> yep that is and it, true and if they do put me on a list bring it <laughs> i got my constitutional carry let's go <laughs> oh man it's it, so I sick think... honestly pedophiles th there should be a death sentence for the affront they need to be removed completely from society i know you guys down in there in texas like to brag about the fact you still have <laughs> pretty harsh uh death roll laws um but uh this ties into the people that have gotten away despite the fact that the heads of the snake jeffrey and grislaine are now put away uh, grislaine received 20 years and her sentencing but there's still the little black book yep. and apparently where is it where are, is it yeah the, the question is is while the book is mostly a compilation of names and addresses and phone numbers the truth of the matter is is that the majority of people that probably participated in these atrocities mm -hmm. are located in this book likely and and while there might not be incriminating ev evidence with just their names and numbers being contained in Jeffrey's personal log of contacts, uh, it is something that uh, we probably will not see the light of day, uh, even though it was used to convict Grizzlane for all the different counts. Uh, it's just, man. Well, did you hear about her cellmate? My girlfriend actually told me about this, but her cellmate was approached. She came out and said this, that she was approached by somebody that told her to kill Ghislaine Maxwell. Whoa. Yeah, I, I, I thought I sent that to you. It was crazy. Like, it, it, I guess she was going to say something that she shouldn't have, and somebody got a, you know, like a, got a little, little upset about it and uh, was going to try to put an end to it. But we'll see how long she lasts, you know? But, uh, yeah, maybe for the next show I can, I can do more research on it and, and really we can get into that because it, it was really crazy the story yeah and and we already know that this is how the 
elite and the Illuminati and the people in Hollywood and, and the Freemasons operate is they operate through blackmail. And this mm -hmm. is what Jeffrey Epstein used as a power play over people is people would go to a party, they'd go and hang out. And this is very repeatedly told in Hollywood is how they control movie stars is you show up at a party and they either drug you or they get you drunk and they push you into a back room. And, and there in front of you is either somebody holding a gun to you causing you to do an atrocity against a young person or a minor or or just commit a sex act on camera and then they hold it over you for the rest of your career so that you are beholden to the beast and and that's why you got to be really careful because bad company corrupts good morals right well this yep. is to the far extreme and how jeffrey siphoned millions off of these big business people the clintons uh prince andrew from britain i know his been kicked out of the royal family in yep. public because of his associations with Jeffrey Epstein. So all it makes things it, are... it, it also makes me mad that in the news, like uh, the, the left leaning news, they try to bring up Trump. But if they had something on Trump, it would already be out. Like Trump had nothing to do with it. He actually kicked. Uh, I don't know if you know this. He kicked Jeffrey Epstein out of his house at Mar-a-Lago and Ghislaine Maxwell. Because he wow. was like trying to get an underage girl, like the daughter of one of his friends. And he was like, you need to get out of my house. So that, that that's pretty cool that he was able to stand up to him like that and like, you know, get him out. But I think Man, a lot of people if, knew. If sure. anything can be said about Donald Trump, he is one of the most proficient presidents in United States history for helping a lot of good things such as his appointment of the conservative judges allowed Roe versus Wade to be overturned, even though we've had a consistent line of presidents that have been outwardly against abortion. Nothing was ever really done until Donald Trump, uh, but also just his, uh, his I, I miss the economy. Nature. I miss the gas prices. I, yeah. I miss everything. Hey, Trump was right. That kind of has to do with what the history topic is about today, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to how the whole world is now crazy. Check this out. Uh, just uh, wanted to start off <laughs> with this meme here. <laughs> We're just sitting here watching the world go full retard. <laughs> you know, the the statement and never uh, go full the, retard. <laughs> never go full retard, right? Never go full retard, and that is exactly what is happening with the the war in Ukraine, with the breakdown of supply chains, with the funding of basically a cold war that is causing our economy economy to crash, that is drawing the whole world into this turmoil and what is right around the corner i hope everybody's aware is we are on the footsteps of world war and so i wanted to show uh this clip that came out of uh it was in um may of this year as somebody discussed how the house was about to send 40 billion dollars to ukraine in an aid bill uh and then we're going to talk a little bit about how the whole world's going crazy and the signs of war are all over the wall so let's uh check out this clip of the house passing 40 billion to ukraine back in may bro listen to this i haven't had a chance to review the bill my staff is pouring over the pages trying to see what's in it 
You want to talk about the institution? You want to talk about standing up alongside Ukraine? Why don't we actually have a debate on the floor of the People's House instead of the garbage of getting a $40 billion bill at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, not paid for, without having any idea what's really in it, with a massive slush fund that goes to the State Department, $13 billion, $8 billion for the Economic Support Fund, $110 million for embassy security. We've got $40 billion that is unpaid for, and you want to sit here and lecture this body about what we're going to do or not do about standing alongside Ukraine? Why don't we talk about the American people who are hurting, the wide open borders, the inflation that's killing people, mm -hmm. the jobs that people can't get because of the cost of goods and services in this country. Sitting here and being lectured to when I don't even have time to look at a $40 billion unpaid bill. I make a motion to adjourn. Slava Ukraina. Slava Ukraina. Wow. Couldn't have been said better by that guy. Yeah. I've seen him make a couple speeches and he, he's really on the ball. I, I think he's uh, uh, from Texas. He's a Texas guy, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Why is the world, the United States <laughs> particularly, sending billions of dollars in foreign aid to Ukraine? And they can't build the wall. We have our own problems here, <laughs> right? We have our own issues here. And mass majority, we have uh, the pipeline that Biden shut down, which is directly mm -hmm. influencing why gas prices weren't kept to a sustainable, good, low level uh, it, under the Trump administration. Of course, that Keystone pipeline was allowed to be built. Biden shuts it down for environmental concerns. And now gas is going through the roof. Electric cars are being pushed and we're sending billions of dollars to a foreign country. And, and the reason that supposedly Russia is invading Ukraine is because NATO had intended to turn Ukraine into a NATO country. And so that is a transgression of an agreement. Whenever the USSR was dissolved, there was a understanding that Ukraine would be left alone as a state and not enticed to join these world powers that are in conflict with with Russia and not to mention the agendas that are are kind of Russia hides a lot of the interesting uh, recent political drama that we've had here in the United States such as Hunter Biden being oh, on man. a gas board uh, in Ukraine being paid millions of dollars just to be on a board uh, through and he's tied to Ukraine Biden's tied to Ukraine and <laughs> man I just wanted to share this I'm beginning to think that foreign aid is just code for money laundering. Oh, man. <laughs> Same with art. <laughs> Same with Hunter's art. I mean, that's money laundering for sure. Yeah, the, the significant thing that I want people to recognize is what's happening in the world today. We are very quickly heading into a segmented world. And, and I know this is in contrast. A lot of people think that, oh, we the new world order wants to just take over everything. But we have to understand that the nation states of China and Russia traditionally have never played ball with the entirety of the new world order agendas. And so before the new world order or the complete antichrist mark of the beast kingdom can come about, there has to be conflict. And then out of the conflict, out of the ashes will rise the replacement. It's it's the answer to the Hegelian dialectic, which is problem, solution, cure, all coming from the same source. And so uh, these are the rules of war, which we can see uh, cut off supply chains, 
hit fuel lines, cause strife and division, destroy wealth, disarm citizens, affect transportation, silence important communications, create diseases, insert lies, propaganda, and confusion, and make yourself look like the savior. And we can see this from all sides of the aisle, that this is just being dumped on mankind in the West, in Russia, in Asia, with, with uh, some of the, the moves that China's making in the Pacific. All of these things, not, not to mention the, the expense of gasoline now, not to mention the expense of groceries and the issues of world disease. And I want to warn people that as we go into our, our next very important topic, that previously we went through two years of a global pandemic not under martial law. We went mm -hmm. through a global pandemic in relative freedom, at least here in the West. Now, if you were in Australia, you had a different experience. But just imagine when the military, if, if world war breaks out uh, in a localized area or around the world, imagine how much more draconian mandates regarding viral epidemics and pandemics, <laughs> mandates, oops, Oh man, I'm gonna have to beat that again. Hokey pokey <laughs> mandates. <laughs> uh, how much more draconian they're going to be, and that leads us into our final uh, little talk here on the current news segment is a brief on the hokey pokey and the monkey pox. Now uh, I wanted to All share right. this. Jeffrey A. Tucker tweeted this. Now I'm being called a conspiracy theorist because I happened to notice that last year. Gates funded a tabletop game in which a monkeypox virus pandemic begins May 15th, 2022. It's a conspiracy theory to notice that institutions post on their own pages. This is not made up. We have all the receipts and didn't know, didn't even have the FOIA on them. So just so you guys know, this is this same thing happened in, uh, I believe it was 2018. Uh, or it might have been 2019, regarding the corona pandemic that happened. Mm. There was a tabletop discussion of how the world would uh, participate and operate in terms of shutdowns and mandates and 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 hokey-pokey uh, infrastructure. All of this was discussed and plotted and planned in a make-believe scenario that, once again, Bill Gates attended. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up. And yeah. uh, here's a, a little meme. Dr. Eugenics getting ready to drop the next smallpox remix. <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm behind my picture here. Wait, I got Here we go. All right. Uh, man. So here's uh, something. How to prevent monkeypox. <laughs> so burning the world economic forum flag this is how you uh, prevent worldwide pandemics is you don't buy it when they're fabricated mm. with, with a 99 percent survival rate and a push for uh, a lot of pharmaceuticals that are actually more deadly than the actual virus itself guys and this ties into something very close to home and uh this is what i wanted to show the CDC approves the hokey pokey for kids 
six months old to five years guys this is That's breaking so news children as young as six months can now receive the pfizer biontech and moderna mrna Man. guys this is so this like turns my stomach and and it makes me really hurt for the people that are not awake yet that think they're doing a service to god protecting their young ones by giving them this dna altering death shot mm-hmm. man and, and and you know what's about this that we have to recognize and and what i was wanting to share is uh my, my friend sent me this, and this is what's really gone on during the pandemic. It says this, when these protocols are passed down to hospitals that take funding over emergency declarations, patients' rights are waived under the CMS COVID waiver program in conjunction with the PrEP and CARES Act, giving participants, participating hospitals, legal immunity. You can't even sue you know, this is a, regarding the protocols to treat it once you are brought in and test positive but you can't sue for any adverse effects for these experimental treatments, especially the hokey pokey. And it continues on to say patients admitted for a broken arm can be given a COVID-19 test that will almost always come back positive, then are admitted and put on an IV with a tranquilizer that lowers oxygen levels, which then justifies putting the patient into COVID isolation where the antiviral drug remdesivir, oh. which Calendar called lethal, is added to the bag before being moved into intensive care unit where the patient is then given morphine and fentanyl while being deprived of nutrition. Everybody talks about their fear of FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, death camps, Calendar said. Well, they're already here. They're called hospitals. Yeah. Man, and my friend sent me this continuation of the article. We were not provided information or consent about the drugs administered to Grace. People, they're giving them this drug remdesivir and they're not explaining to them how deadly this thing actually is. And they're forcing it upon families. And they mentioned here, the Nuremberg code was created to ensure people would have informed consent regard in regards to any medical procedure and to be able to opt out of such things. St. Elizabeth's provided informed consent and they ignored all the warnings in the package inserts. And so not only are they approving the hokey pokey for children six months old wake up tell your family keep your relatives and your babies from being injected with death serums but whenever they show up with these adverse effects some people have theorized monkeypox is an adverse effect from the hokey pokey whenever they show up with these effects they're brought into the hospital they're then instantly put on these protocols that are, are making people die and it's it's so just nefarious yeah me and my family know about that a little bit too well so i know we took a a dark turn there but we have to warn people because it's literally just june 20th that they passed the uh, provision for children as young as six months to be able to be injected with the mrna hokey pokies but uh i wanted to share uh something that you sent me actually uh very relevant to what we just talked about Shout how out it to started <laughs> thank you opa this is a good one how it started elmo got the covid vaccine i should try to talk in elmo's voice huh. elmo i'm got the covid today <laughs> just like elmo's mommy and daddy 
Elmo's daddy had a lot of questions, but Elmo's doctor said the would help keep Elmo healthy and all Elmo's friends and family too. How it's going? Elmo dies unexpectedly. <laughs> oh man. Just, man, this is such a dark day we live in because people people talk about, oh, FEMA camps, the death camps are coming. Conspiracy theorists are going nuts. They're, they have all these coffins everywhere. But we don't realize that the death camps are here already with protocols of people who mean well, who are just acting out through their profession uh, based on what they're being told by their superiors, but they're not asking questions, they're not doing the math, and they're not making the correlation that these pharmaceutical agents are having very adverse effects on our health worldwide and uh, could have long-lasting implications in terms of the DNA changing aspect and the blood clots and sudden adult death syndrome, which is yep. now a thing. It used to be SIDS, which I believe. I was trying to tell SIDS. people about that, and and they they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I explained it to them, and they were like, "Oh my god, like that is crazy." And I told I told them watch watch episode four, <laughs> like we t you talk about it, but it's so sad and sick. On one final current event news note, that's a little bit more positive. Right. Uh, Opa sent this over for us to see. A nuclear-powered flying hotel that can lift up to 5,000 people is being thought up. Uh, very interesting. It's uh, a really cool video that Opa sent over. Introducing Sky Cruise, a nuclear-powered hotel suspended above the clouds. This futuristic sky hotel gives you the ultimate travel experience. It's big enough to accommodate over 5,000 guests. Its sleek design combines the features of a commercial plane while offering the epitome of luxury. Sky Cruise features a big hall that offers a 360-degree view of your surroundings. Here, you get to enjoy the most breathtaking views of nature from above. An elevator connects the panoramic hall to the main entertainment deck. It allows you to easily shuttle between the two locations. The main entertainment deck is perfect for recreational activities. It features shopping malls, sports centers, swimming pools, restaurants, bars, playgrounds for children, theaters, and cinemas. There's also its 20 electric engines are powered solely by clean nuclear energy. A small nuclear reactor uses highly controlled fusion reaction to provide the Sky Hotel with unlimited energy. Thanks to nuclear energy, the hotel never runs out of fuel and can remain suspended in the air for several years without ever touching the ground. What? With Sky Cruise, you do not need to worry about air turbulence. Its navigation systems feature a state-of-the-art command deck that uses artificial intelligence to predict air turbulence minutes before they happen. If any potential air turbulence is detected, the system automatically prevents any vibrations from happening. It creates anti-vibrations that work like noise-canceling technology allowing the Sky Cruise to glide over the vibrations with ease. 
Everything is engineered to perfection for your own comfort and safety. Wow. Is that is that real or fake? I can't. It's a concept. It, it's I, not... I was going to say, that looks like a, there's an Apple uh, Plus show called For All Mankind. And it kind of reminds me of that because it's like in the atmosphere. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. It's just like that. And it looks like a disaster waiting to happen. It shows that in the show, too. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I should have said that before. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the the Zeppelin blimps. It's a, just a cruise that. ship in the sky. I mean, what what better views are you going to get than being on the ocean? I already have a fear of flying. I mean, <laughs> they said it's going to stop your fear of flying. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, mix nuclear reactor with it, and what would happen if that thing <laughs> crashed? <laughs> Complete it's... annihilation of of wherever it lands. Yes. Oh man, not a good but... idea. <laughs> Anyways, very cool. Just Very saw cool. that come out. Yeah, Opa shared that article and uh, a little bit more of a lighthearted kind of like fantasy perspective of, wow, I, I really wish mankind could get over all of our issues so that things like this could be cranked out all the more often. I mean, oh, when's the last time they, they did a cool invention? Yeah, that's true. And And they were talking about AI. Like, what if AI controls the whole thing, you know? That'd be bad. <laughs> what if it decided to, to you know... Turn, turn on us human beings you know? <laughs> what what if it decided to just never yeah. land you're stuck up there right the, the ai is like you are now my passengers forever <laughs> speaking of forever. ai did, did you want me to show those uh those um deep fakes I, I was able to make yeah yeah just a forecast last week we talked about ai and the issues of deep fake uh of how even we showed a clip of Simon Cowell singing, but we had to cut it out because of copyright reasons. But yeah, sh show it away, man. What can AI do nowadays? Well, this all happened from my fingertips, so. Hey, Holmes. <laughs> the pirate is in your blood, boy, so you'll have to square with that someday. Now, me, for example, I can let you drown, but I can't bring the ship into Tortuga all by me once. You savvy? My children, this is the day you shall always remember as the day that you almost... Bastard. Jump! Push! The strongest so far. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, okay, so in review, I think I looked more like Chong from Cheech and Chong, and you definitely looked like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, for sure. It didn't quite get everything right, but that's just the technology from an app. So, I mean, with in good hands like ours, like we're just doing it for fun, it's great. You know, like uh, if, if you're fans of my dad's out there, you, you've seen that, that uh, video I, I posted the other day um, for his birthday. And uh, yeah, it was really cool seeing all the people that, that loved it and... You know, but if it ended up in the wrong hands, who knows what they could do? Yeah, man, Rob would have loved that. that I uh, know he would have face face swap. I know he'd probably been like, I don't know about this. <laughs> he was all about CGI though. Like he he yeah. did love the the things that CGI was able to do, and I know he would have been his mind would have been blown. Like, how'd you do that? I'd be like, no, oh, you just put your face in this, and then you 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 download it. <laughs> Is it that that simple? Wow, it's crazy where technology's brought us in today's world. And I think and that was the last the corner. great invention, as you said. What was the last great invention? It was technology. Yeah, or, or the phone. And... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean. The phone. <laughs> or all technology. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. well, let's move on to history. All right. So this one's a little bit more recent history. It has to do with uh, kind of what Jake was talking about earlier about what's happening in today's world, in this clown world, and how everything was predicted by President Trump. Let's roll it. Before I took office, there was a lot of folks out there, a lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. You might remember some of the predictions. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your jobs. And they're coming for your freedom. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Uh, that if, if I became president. Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction that is my favorite one, I must add, is that if I got elected. Gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. <laughs> Flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs, and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. They try to take away your guns, Second Amendment, they want to take it away, while they enjoy private security that's fully armed. I never understood that one. To spend trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending Foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. Do you want to use the word recession or depression? Think of the single mom struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, it's, uh, it's sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation. We could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took office. He finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't take any questions now from the press. So what are your thoughts on that, Jake? Oh, man. It's almost like Trump knew what the agenda was going to be. And then what happened was the election was just stolen right out from under him. 
and exactly what he pretty much predicted in those speeches about what Biden's agenda was really came true, even though at the time in all of Biden's speeches, he was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this or that. I'm going to be a a moderate. Super international depression, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the thing, the thing. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, uh, there's actually more history. And the next next thing I'm going to show is is uh it's gonna be clip number one uh anyways uh it shows like how the media hid the past of joe biden because he he was a notorious thief he was a notorious liar and a notorious racist and they they never mentioned that in the press they never said anything bad about him i mean even recently too like with hunter biden as you were saying but this clip is it just blew my mind and i put this together On on the political scene, uh, one of the Democratic candidates is Senator Joseph Biden. Have you seen the problem he's been having? He went around and made a speech. And apparently, he quoted a, I think it was a British politician, took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own. And then the press got on him, and then he was charged also with taking part of Bobby Kennedy's speeches. And Biden says, not to worry, he reassured his staff, he said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Democratic presidential candidate Joseph Biden today faces a controversy. Three weeks ago at a debate at the Iowa State Fair, he used phrases identical to those delivered by British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock. Biden seemed to be claiming Kinnock's vision and wife as his own. Why is it that my wife is sitting out there in the audience is the first in her family to ever go to college? Why is Glenis the first woman? in her family, in a thousand generations, to be able to get the university. My ancestors who worked in the coal mines in northeast Pennsylvania and come up after 12 hours and play football. Eight hours underground, and then come up and play football. It's because they didn't have a platform upon which to stand. There was no platform upon which they could stand. The notion that every thought or notion or idea you'd have to go back and find and attribute to someone, I think is quite frankly, uh, ludicrous. The problem here is that Senator Biden told his audience he'd just been thinking about these things and he failed to give any credit at all to his famous British speechwriter. You know, I was thinking on the way over here. (laughs) Now that's a little too much because as you point out, what's behind the words, what's there? And a lot of people, a rap on Biden has always been that it's just a surface. I should have said, to paraphrase Neil Kinnock, the only time I didn't in all the times I've ever used it. But CBS News found a tape of a second instance. It reappeared in the New York Times with a new charge that Biden had appropriated a famous litany from the late Robert Kennedy about what the gross national product cannot measure. It cannot measure the health of our children. The health of our children. The quality of our education. The quality of their education. The joy of their play. Or the joy of their play. Biden gave Kennedy no credit. He has also quoted or paraphrased John Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, and British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock, all without credit. Joseph Biden admitted today that he committed plagiarism when he was in law school. He said it was a mistake, but that it was unintentional. He quoted five pages of someone else's work without proper citation. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. He was given an F. So ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. To the political community in Washington, it all seems of a piece. 
Plagiarism at law school, plagiarism on the stump. The great communicator. Strike that. The great imitator. You don't steal verbatim. Uh, or when you do, as he did 99% of the time, you give credit. Biden's critics say he sells himself as a man whose words and visions can inspire a new generation in politics. But if the thoughts, phrases, and visions really belong to others, it's a form of false advertising. Is it a wise idea, though, to take something that personal, anyway, from another politician and try and appropriate it to your own campaign? I think it was a stupid thing to uh, appropriate uh, material that was really very personal that was someone else's. Most people didn't know who he was. You know, Joe Biden, Biden and now they're going to say, oh yeah, he's the guy who plagiarized. That's a lot of people. First Politically, that's devastating. These clips are devastating. He looks like a Joe Biden wind-up doll with somebody else's words coming out. If they're going to do things that are stupid as well as immoral, then they're probably too dumb to have the job of president. Voters are going to have to decide whether he was dishonest or dumb. Senator Joseph Biden may have more explaining to do. The new questions stem from taped remarks of Biden during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only needed 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth. Bye-bye, Biden. He may not know it yet, but I think this is very going to be very difficult for him to recover. Is Joe Biden dead meat, yes or no? I think so. Bob? It's a terminal condition. Terminal? Eleanor? Yes, unless he comes in third in Iowa. Morton? <laughs> Dying. I say dead. We'll be right back. You got more questions? You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Then you ain't black. They're going to put you all back in chains. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Joe Biden is under fire this evening on comments he made about working alongside segregationist senators in the past. Biden recalling his early Senate career, bringing up two segregationist senators, Herman Talmadge and James Eastland who called African-Americans an inferior race. I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland, Biden said. He never called me boy, he always called me son. At least there was some civility. We got things done. We didn't agree on much of anything. We got things done. I think the two-party system, although my Democratic colleagues don't like me saying this, I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black in the South. Um, and uh, uh, other than the fact that they still call me boy, I don't think they've, I think they've changed their mind. Yes, I think the two-party system is good for the South and good for the Negro, good for the black 
in the South. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Except for, am I, I'm not joking. Unless you have a slight Indian accent. Except for, am I, I'm not joking. Even call centers, even call centers, which rushed overseas in the hundreds of thousands. How many times you get the call? I'd like to talk to you about your credit card. 30 seconds or less. What kind of a chance would a northeastern liberal like Joe Biden stand uh, in the South if you were running in Democratic primaries against Southerners like Mark Warner and uh, John Edwards? Better than anybody else. And you don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. My state is the eighth largest black population in the country. My state is anything from a northeast liberal state. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. Not the first sort of mainstream African American yeah. who is articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook. They're going to put you all back in chains. So that man is the alleged leader of the free world. The left tries to make him out to be some kind of civil rights hero. And how much he cares about black Americans when he, th this is his past. Like, this is so crazy. And then they don't even bring this up during the elections or, or just at all, you know? What are your thoughts on it? Uh, my two initial reactions are, he did a lot to restore his hair, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing when I was putting it together. I was like, man, what is going on there? Oh, Even today, he needs up. to have something yeah. put back here because he's got all the hair right here until he turns around and doesn't answer any questions. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just Joe Biden, I know that he was kind of selected by the left because he was a moderate, but even the left has so many disappointments in him. I mean, he's bumbling on stage. He's the leader of the Western world, and he is unfortunately kind of grown into senility. So, um, but this is when he see. was all there. This is when he was, he was normal. So, I mean, that, that, being that kind of person that that the video shows and not being able to remember your last sentence that that's that's an issue in my opinion that's that's a very big yeah. issue so there's two professions that are required to lie lawyers and politics right? yep. they they're taught and trained well and there's an interesting way to break down the word politic right poly meaning many and tick meaning that blood-sucking insect <laughs> that we all hate. So many blood-sucking insects is what those who comprise the political realm are. Yep. All right, well, for, for the third uh, history clip, kind of has to do back with uh, JFK, and uh, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, and it's a, it's a clip uh, by the great Bill, Bill Hicks, the comedian, he, and he talks about... Well, let, you can make up your own mind on what he's saying. Kennedy assassination, because the 
me, it's a great example of uh, a totalitarian government's ability to, you know, manage information and thus keep us in the dark any way they need. Oh, sorry, wrong meeting. Uh, that's the meeting we're having tomorrow at the docks. I love talking about Kennedy. I was just down in Dallas, Texas. You know, you can go down there and uh, the Dealey Plaza where Kennedy was assassinated. And you can actually go to the sixth floor of the school book depository. It's a museum called the Assassination Museum. I think name that after the assassination. I can't be too sure of the chronology here, but... Anyway, they have the window set up to look exactly like it did on that day. And it's really accurate, you know, because Oswald's not in it. Taking accuracy, you know. It's true, it's called a sniper's nest. It's glassed in, it's got the boxes sitting there. You can't actually get to the window itself. And the reason they did that, of course, they didn't want thousands of American tourists getting there each year going. No way! I can't even see the road! They're lying to us! from the ledge. Either that or some pigeons grabbed onto him, flew him over the motorcade. Surely someone would have seen that. You know, there was rumors of anti-Castro pigeons seen drinking in bars. Someone overheard them saying, coo, coo. Coo. Unbelievable. And you know what's wild is people's attitudes in the States about it. Talking about Kennedy, people come up to you, Bill, been talking about Kennedy, man, let it go. A long time ago, just forget about it. <laughs> Taking over democracy by totalitarian government, let it go. Back into the left. Back into the left. Back into the left. Back into the left. Which, by the way, that action you see Kennedy's head do on the Zapruder film, caused by a bullet. Coming from up there. Yeah, I know it looks to the layman or someone who might dabble in physics. This action here would have been caused by a bullet coming from, well, Here, did you see that? So this is what the shooter would have seen from his angle. Did everyone see that? Yeah, but no. What happened was Oswald's gun went off, causing an echo to echo through the buildings of Dealey Plaza. And the echo went by the limo on the left, up into the grassy knoll, hitting some leaves, causing dust to fly out, which 56 witnesses testified was a gunshot. It's, a, it's so so much of a simpler shot. This is only a tripod. Because immediately, Kennedy's head went over. But the reason his head went over is because the echo went by the motorcade on the left, and he went, what was that? So there. We have figured it out. Go back to bed, America. Your government has figured out how it all transpired. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control again. Here, here's American Gladiators. Watch this. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Here's American Gladiators.
Here is 56 channels of it. And congratulate you on living in the land of freedom. Here you go, America. You are free to do as we tell you. You are free to do as we tell you. Oh, good. Honey, I heard on the news that they figured out that the gun, what happened is that there is an echo and that Kenny was uh, asking uh, Jackie what it was. And that's why his head flew up. Honey, what time's Gladiator's on? Are we missing it? Woo, I'm so glad we're free, honey. Just to show how stupid the official story is and, and you know, how the government is lying right to our faces. I mean, comedy is about truth, you know? Uh, no matter if it hurts your feelings or not, it's it's the truth. And, you know, he he died young. So, I mean, who knows what happened to him? He died of pancreatic cancer at the age of 32. And uh, he might have been speaking too much, you know? Who knows? But what what, what are your thoughts about it? Oh, man, I think that's why, for example, just recently at the White House Correspondents Dinner, guys wouldn't tell jokes about like Hunter Biden. If the same reason Bill Hicks probably was taken care of, if you know what I mean, uh, because he was speaking too much truth. <laughs> man, it, it's uh, I think that's why the medium of comedy can be so potent, but also uh, why they have to shut people down that have a voice and they have to ostracize them and remove them from the public forum because if people start to catch on with what they're joking about, which is founded in, in truth and, and, and those inconsistencies in the story, then the government has bigger issues on their hand than just people laughing. You know what I mean? Yep. A lot of people think that uh, he is Alex Jones. Have you ever heard that one? I've heard that theory. <laughs> I don't believe it, but I've seen pictures of Alex Jones when he was young, so I don't know. But yeah, that's all I got for, for history this week. But next week. Yeah. All right, man. It's time for the meme review. Beam me up. <laughs> Meme me up. Beam me up, meme me, me up, up, man. Scotty. So I think it's very uh, great that that's our intro to the meme segment after we just covered the Biden history topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. In the spirit of last week's episode topic of AI, uh, here's this meme. Let's see. Vacuum robot. Eat sleeping woman's hair. It's the the Terminators, and so it begins. <laughs> I have one of those, out. and it's creepy the way that it, it knows where it is. Like, <laughs> it could probably do that if I was sleeping on the floor. Oh man, watch out for AI guys. It starts with vacuums. With the Roomba. Terminators. All right, next meme. Inflation can't be fixed overnight. Your election was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true statement. <laughs> uh, well, there's a, a recent documentary that came out. I think it's called uh, 50 Camels or 50, 50 Mules or something in regards to the election topic. And a lot of people are like, oh, there's no way that the Dominion voting machines that were used also in South American countries that have very mm -hmm. interesting voting <laughs> occurrences that right. that had any influence on the <laughs> Yeah, you know, but this is just conspiracy talk, right? Now that we're in, that's in the past, right? We should just move yeah. on. No, no big deal. 
All yeah, right, like so. like Bill Hicks was saying, just yeah, forget about it. It's a long time ago. <laughs> forget about it. All right, here is. It's so cruel that these magnificent creatures spend their whole lives enclosed in tiny spaces. And then the modern American work life is comprised in a tiny cubicle box. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Are you sweating while putting petrol in your car? Feeling sick when paying for it? Well, you have got the car owner virus. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, man. That one was That was a dad rough. joke. I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> But in terms of concurrent news and the pain yeah. of filling up our cars, we all need a laugh. All right, last meme of the day. Your ineptness is disadvantageous. I propound you all vamoose with great importunity. Oh, crap! It's a thesaurus! <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to share this. Uh, it, it's personally interesting to me. Just... Just because there's even more truth hidden in this meme than people realize. You see that here there are men, mankind, living alongside dinosaurs. And of course, the evolutionary agenda would have us believe that they were separated by millions of years. But for example, uh, I, I did a report down at the Paluxy River in Texas, down, down in your neck of the woods. And there's mm -hmm. actually dinosaur prints with human prints fossilized in the dinosaur prints, meaning they oh, yeah? lived side by side. So just a little truth nugget there for you guys that not Anybody in Texas, go check it out for sure. The Paluxy yeah. River and, and the work of Joe Taylor and his Mount Blanco Fossil Museum. Joe is a, a, a buddy, a, a very highly respected person in my book, and hopefully somebody we can get on to do an interview sometime in the near future uh, he uh, has he runs the Mount Blanco Fossil Museum, and uh, I love Joe. Uh, and uh, uh, during that expedition down there to look at those footprints in the dinosaur tracks, we got to go check out the museum and 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 learn how dinosaurs truly did live alongside mankind, completely nerfing the modern uh, evolutionary theory. Yeah, I definitely have to go check that place out. Sounds really interesting. For all right, sure. that's all I got to today. All right, well, thank you. Oh. All right, thank you for watching episode five. Uh, we'll see you in episode six coming soon. And uh, you got anything to say, Jake? Any? I just want to give a shout out once again to news correspondents Lex Eckstein and thank you to BB for the gravy. Uh, man, I, I just, uh, I'm really so grateful to be a part of your Skiba News Nation broadcast, Jeremiah. So thank you also for having me along for the ride. Oh, thanks for being here. I picked you because you're, you're probably the smartest person I know. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody else could do I, I, your job for sure. Uh, <laughs> you got all I, the resources. I know resources. enough that I know, don't, don't know a lot. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for watching episode five. We'll see you in episode six. Stay tuned. Hey, Skiba News Nation family. I'm proud to announce my new book. It's called I Never Got to Say Goodbye. I've been working really hard on it, and it will give you an inside look about what my dad was like as a father and as a man. This book is very personal, 
and we'll give you an exclusive look into our relationship and what it was like losing him. I will keep you updated on its release and let you know where you can buy it. Thank you. Hey Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can also help support this channel by getting yourself some Skiba News Nation merch. Also, we are proud to announce that we are now on Patreon, where you will get bonus content, shoutouts, early access to buy my book, and much more. Thank you again for watching and helping us stay on the quest for truth.